post loudness. Audio on the French. This is the Open Ended Podcast, where two best friends talk about technology and culture with the side of sass. I'm James T. Green, and I spent a lot of time on my bike on way over here until I realized that I did not wear deodorant. Oh, no. And I'm so glad that the studio has AC on. Bless. So Cher does not smell what is happening underneath my armpit. Thank the good Lord. It's funky, bro. <laughs> and I'm Cher Vincent, and I like dogs. Um, I saw two <laughs> dogs on the way over here today because it's a sunny, beautiful day in Chicago, and... The dogs are out and they're playing, and and so am I. What kind of dogs? Um, I saw a Labrador Retriever. It was a black one. Ooh. And um, I also saw a really cute uh, Shih Tzu. And you know, I I don't discriminate. I like all dogs, no matter what yeah. shape or size. They are all precious angels. And one day I will own a dog again, and it will be the best day of my life, and yes. continually be the best day because a dog is in my life. So. But you know what is the best day happening mm. right now? Oh, man. Segways, that that transition was terrible. That was terrible. It's episode 50. 50. This is episode 50, 50. of the we, Open-Ended Podcast. I still can't believe we're here. We're I still here. can't believe we've been doing this yes. for 50 episodes. 50 episodes. And I just want to give a shout out to all the new listeners out here um, listening to us for the first time as a new podcast. Um, if you don't know what you got yourself into, this is a great episode to start because we're going to do a lot of clipping from past episodes and just doing a retrospective of um, what we've been doing up until this point. So strap yourselves in. We're going to go into the time warp, into the back in time. Oh, boy. <laughs> back in time. Yeah. So, so gonna... and we also have a few questions from yeah. the audience. So, we are going to answer those for episode 50 because why not? Yeah. We've been begging you guys to ask us questions and, some, and then suddenly we got like three or four. So, yeah. yay. Thank so, you, listeners. We appreciate you guys. So, let's start off with the first question. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with the show idea? Oh, man. Want to talk? Want to take it back? Yeah. <laughs> I remember. That's the that's the sound of the the, the time machine. That was the time warp. Yep. Got it. Yeah. How did we come up with the idea? Um, we were having coffee. Um, you were at your jobby job back in twenty oh five. 20, no, God. I don't say 2005. 2005. <laughs> we didn't even know each other then. <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, 2015 um, was last February. Mm-hmm. We were having coffee and we're just talking about, I think we're just talking about podcasts we listen to. Yeah. And we're also just talking about like things we wish we could do, but haven't really had the time for. And I was talking about how I wanted to have, you know, eventually I'd like to have like a podcast about like childcare because I was um, thinking about going oh, to grad really? school. Yeah. I was thinking about going to grad school um for science education and talking about um you know eventually what i want to do is like talk about child rearing and shit like that eventually oh i remember that and yeah. we were at dollop coffee and tea we were chicago streetville neighborhood you were like we can have a podcast now and we have a podcast now and i was like i don't know that seems like a lot of like lark <laughs> and i'm like i'm trying to figure out my life right now i'm not even sure if i'm gonna be here in a year like i was just kind of like in a very transitional period at the time and you were like, well, let's see, let's, let's tape something. And if we like it, we'll just continue. If we don't, we don't have to do it. And yep. 
And that was kind of my motivation. It's like, all right, that's totally fair. That's totally valid. And later that week, not even later, I think we, I think we recorded it maybe a couple of days later. Yeah, I remember we recorded it, it on a Sunday. It was a Sunday. It was on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. We went down to Currency Exchange Cafe down in Chicago's Washington Park neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I was finishing up my newsletter. And yep. then after that, we, we had like, brunch. Yeah, we had brunch there. Now I was finishing up my newsletter and mm-hmm. I remember that you were like, oh yeah, like after that we'll like go down to your uh, studio. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I had a studio next door to the cafe. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I'm actually looking at the first note that I wrote about this podcast. <laughs> I wrote it in like my notes app and the title says podcast with share. And it says, okay, let's talk a bit about anxiety, comma, how we go through creative fog, question mark, and real shit, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, and I think we're talking, I, I remember uh, we didn't even really have a title yet, kind of. I think yeah. we were thinking, I know I wanted to talk about stuff. I wanted to interview people about how. <laughs> wanted to talk about stuff. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> but like I wanted to talk about people because I was trying to find happiness. I was in a really mm-hmm. weird funk and I was like, I wonder we can like interview people how they find their happy, how yeah. they find their, their joy in their lives. Yeah. And I was really interested in that idea. And I think at a certain point in the show that we have now we really kind of done that yeah it's just in a lot of different ways in a total different ways mm-hmm. and because i was going through a lot of anxiety at the time i was anxious about well i that hasn't changed i'm anxious about <laughs> i'm anxious about being anxious like i'm constantly on the fr- on you know the brink of having a, a a thing so um definitely then i was very very um thoughtful in my regards to how i was handling it and i wanted to kind of just do a, my own psychoanalysis on myself but through other people yeah so um i was interested in the idea of dissecting what was going on and i think we kind of landed on the idea of technology is because i wasn't as technically dependent on certain things as you were mm-hmm. with your anxiety and i think we just handle our anxiety in different ways and i thought that was really interesting so i wanted to dive in and we ended up talking about Slater Kinney in the first episode. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. And and we'll move on to that like later on because yeah. that's kind of in relation to another question later on. Sure. So yeah, we'll move on to the second question. What is our favorite episode without a guest? Oh gosh. Um I have two. My first favorite and it's the one that I probably reference when everyone and anyone asks me about like, oh, so you have a podcast like what's what the show like what does it do and a show i always go back to is multiple people read this which is um our read receipts episode that we did i guess in october of last year yeah that was a good one it was and it's it's just a, it's just such a, a great snapshot of what the show can be mm-hmm. uh, read receipts are like snitching like we receive totally snitch is on a little you. trick <laughs> Who's like, yeah, she read your shit, but she responded, oh, let that ride, let that ride. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. That's for, for me, the big thing is like all the hoops that I have to jump around just to not show that I've read the message. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Like sliding down notification center to read it, the but then not month, tapping it. That six month <laughs> period where I didn't know how to open it without sending that, because I didn't know how to turn off my receipts, but I didn't realize yeah. there was a thing. It's kind of hard to talk about a show or to kind of describe a show like ours because it it tackles so many things, but it does in large scheme of things talk about the humanity in technology. Yeah. And internet culture. Internet culture. And we um I think with that episode is that we kind of 
solidified what we were going to be doing. Yeah. I feel like from that point on, it definitely yeah. like 31 tra- is like when we started to like it was like the tra- grab our groove. You sure. Know sure. I mean? It was like from that point, the trajectory from what we were beforehand, the demarcation point was definitely made in the sand at that point. Oh yeah, totally. And um, from that point on, we definitely kind of had our groove and knew what we wanted the show to be. And yeah, yeah it took like 30 episodes for us to get that far. <laughs> but I mean, like it's trial and error. And um, we knew what worked. We knew what didn't work at that point as well. And I think just also just, you know, that episode was audience participation question, essentially, that one of our friends asked us we should cover that topic. And I think it kind of um, also brought the form of community that's been um, that's been built around the podcast. As yeah, well. totally. So and then my other favorite one is. <laughs> oh, man. It's an episode. And I think the reason why I love this episode so much is because it was pure timing absolute timing it was an episode that we did not plan to make at all (laughs) it was so great it was so great and i think it's just i think you can actually tell when you listen to it how intimate it is because it's so it's so of that moment of that time um we were we had a guest lined up actually and it fell through there was some timing constraints you know, James, you were in the middle of a fucking hackathon here yeah, at the I, at the cards offices, and I, you know, I just came. I was a DJ in an event that morning, so like we were both kind of like haggard and like tired. And then our guest, she had some issues, so she couldn't get here on time. So we're just like, we gotta record something. Mm-hmm. And you had this kind of like belt yourself into like a kind of like a cone of silence. You hadn't like done any kind of internet exploring at all outside of you know research for your hackathon project you were working on so you had you had no idea that this video um of beyonce had released into the world and you had not watched it yet and so beyonce sports ball episode 40 um is another favorite of mine because it's just your pure reactions to the episode and listening of the video and listening to it live. It's yeah. so really, it was so great. This is, big, intense, this is a big lead up right here. So, uh, all right. So, yeah. we're, we're about to do this live. So, let's follow I, I'm, along. I'm actually, yeah, I want to see. So, we're going to follow along. So, I am about to hit play right now. Oh my God. It's so good. I'm so excited for you. Oh my God. Put that shit on full screen. What happened? Yo, she's on top of a cop car? Yes. Light up grill. Oh, my God. Yes. Yo. Bitch, I'm back. This is art, son. Oh, my God. She made art. Yo, where where is this where is this located? New Orleans. And it's like shout out to her sister because her sister lives in New Orleans. This is so good. And her mother's from New Orleans. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklace. Look at it was so great because like i was completely taken aback mm-hmm. i mean like when like when you said i had no idea what was going on in the world i literally had no idea what was going on like i was at this hackathon and it was like two days of mm-hmm. me not looking at anything else but 
not even the internet. Like I was looking at yeah, code exactly, all day exactly. and whiteboards. And then all of a sudden, like the first you person were from the- You basically an Amish person. Yeah, <laughs> an Amish person with a laptop. And <laughs> with no Wi-Fi. <laughs> with, oh, we had Wi-Fi, buddy. And, okay, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> and then when you stopped by and was like, oh yeah, we're going to record the cast. You were like, oh yeah, by the way, did you know Beyonce came out with a new album? I was like, no. It was because I haven't been on Twitter either. Yeah. And, and yeah, so- that's all i that's all i was seeing for the past like 24 hours just like Mm -hmm. all of this incredible things and it was also um right before the super bowl like the super bowl was that night and it was before her formation performance at super bowl so we hadn't even seen that yet yeah so it was just like right between that sweet sweet stop between the video dropping and the super bowl performance which would take over twitter and like social media for like weeks to come yeah and just it's a really fun like energy that you can only really embrace except for on tape yeah and also i was going through like a really pretty like i was going through a really intense um personal thing during that time as well and seeing beyonce like listen to it now and just hear my voice and how like how much i was depending on beyonce in that moment (laughs) gives me so much joy indeed because i know because you know like in hindsight like things got better and i was okay but just hearing my voice and hearing the sadness i had in it but also hearing that beyonce was able to help me come out of that sadness is something that is so wonderful about just audio in general you can hear your you can hear yourself it's more you can capture so much with a human voice than you can with like sometimes even photographs those are my two favorite episodes without guests what about you james (laughs) so i don't have two because i'm not as cool but i do have (laughs) my one favorite episode not just because of like what was happening in it but just also the story that went into making it so mine is episode 26 where is that light coming from (laughs) god and the reason why i really enjoyed this episode is because we've kind of had a habit here at open-ended where whenever there's like a holiday or something of that nature we'll kind of go outside of our usual format and we'll create some sort of fictionalized uh radio play it seems the road ahead is not clear what the fuck kind of demon car is this her scream of horror was severe it was then the light of the train started to appear screeched as it moved on its own, seemingly taking them into the great oh, unknown. God, we made it, she began to say, but then she realized they were going the wrong way. Take me home right now. I'm done with today. Her eyes brimmed with tears. What if I could, dismay. but look at the display. Both of Halloween a lot. It's the best holiday. So Every day should be Halloween. Yeah. So Cher decided, yo, I'm going to write this radio play. And I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. Completely forgetting the fact that I was going to be in New York for like <laughs> a week and a half when this was dropping oh and the actual planning process. Oh, my God. So I don't know how we did that. That was yeah. nuts. Rather, you did it. I didn't do much. I just like <laughs> so, I just wrote the thing. But you like did everything to make it, you know, work. Yeah. So like the premise of this episode and how it was all made so we're literally i messaging each other the entire trip yep we're calling each other through the entire trip saying yo i got this script right here and i'm like okay like cool this is rad and i'm like in the middle of like doing a bunch of shit and a lot of the production that happened like i created like all original music for the episode sourced all the sound effects created some of them and i'm doing this all while i'm in a 
single room in an Airbnb in Flatbush <laughs> that is also being doubled as like a babysitting service oh from this like really rad woman from the Caribbean. So it was yes. like mad dope. So I'm yes, like, so like yes, yeah, so I'm like smelling like good food outside. I'm hearing kids crying, and I made like uh, a soundproof thing out of two of the comforters that i was provided you by. made a blanket for it yeah i made a blanket for it i took a microphone and i'm like recording my lines oh my for the play you're sending me lines from the play over dropbox yep and i remember i was up to like 4 a.m mixing this thing and i remember just like listening to it taking the cue i think it was the cue from flatbush anyway it's yellow the yellow circle somebody from oh new york God. tell me if that's correct and yeah, I just remember listening to it and I was just smiling and I was like, oh, I can't wait till I can like go from the overpass from Brooklyn to Manhattan so I could send this to Cher. Oh <laughs> and gosh. I was really excited about that episode. And yeah. it's fun because every time I listen to it, I just think about how we ended up pulling off this like really yeah, and creative also shout episode. out to our friends who like sent yeah. us over voicemails because it wasn't just the two of us we had yep. like beautiful wonderful friends who like sent us voice messages and like we're like you know we're like we need to fill, we have 10 minutes to fill please please yeah. send us some stuff because please, send us your, please stories. your stories and they came through so it was such a fun episode um we are really thankful that we have such lo- lovely um compassionate listeners and friends who are willing to like you know validate us that we're doing <laughs> a, we're doing something that's worthy of their time and want to participate yeah. so that was definitely a group effort if there ever was one on this oh, on man, this show yeah. that was that was the community built that episode yeah. <laughs> for sure. Oh, it did. It did. It took a village to build that episode. Yes, yeah. totally. And man, ooh, and that ooh. file size on that sucker was big. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah, it was a couple gigs. So, oh, man. next question. What is our favorite guest episode? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Um, Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, so, mine was episode 25. Sorry, white listeners. With Rashid. Rashid. Oh, man. So, I, this is my episode. Rashid? Yeah. What up, what up, Rashid? Nerd. <laughs> and the reason why I really love this episode is just, I think it's mainly because, like, I don't get to see Sheed very often. Mm-hmm. Like, he lives, um, like, he goes in between Philly and New York a lot. So, definitely not here in Chicago. Right. And it was literally last minute, like, when I got a text from him saying, hey, I'm going to be in Chicago. Like, hey, you need to be on this podcast. Because <laughs> right. we ain't doing this shit over Skype. So... <laughs> Having him on the show was incredibly delightful and just so funny. So and funny. Like, and I had, I know I had like known him. I had been following him on Twitter for like at least a year. And I just thought it was, his stuff was hilarious. His vines are just the best. Right. So it was really fun to actually like put, you know, finally get to meet him. Cause he, right. and, cause I had heard the stories that you did and you with you and him hanging out in Brooklyn and me like, you know, quietly being envious. I'm like, <laughs> so I don't care, whatever, <laughs> you know, that's nice. And finally got to hang out and he's just a delight. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy LL. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure you love this podcast better than <laughs> All right. Had a trial and never defended. Chilling on the podcast, open ended. Yeah, it's your boy Hove. <laughs> I'm so cry. I'm up here in the open ended podcast. What's up, B? <laughs> How the trial got defended But in this podcast Dream is open ended I was thinking about you last night Yeah Thinking about the times I wanted to record you But you didn't want to be recorded So I got home I got bored And I wrote a poem about it You want to hear it? Here we go Oh <laughs> Yeah Open ended Been here forever Oh Yeah <laughs> 
It's a podcast is open-ended, going back when I'm leaving this planet. Everybody telling pants with the people and going to pause of back. Everybody from Brooklyn to Baltimore to Philly to Chicago. So, yeah, um, and uh, like rapping yeah. about is like we kept the tape running like so much yes, while we were with we them. So totally we had like at least like two and a half hours just, of like just, just like really pure good ridiculous shit. shit. <laughs> Yeah, which like led to like our first B roll episode yes, that came out of that. Yes, and um, yeah, he is a great guest, and we would totally have him back on. So, what's your favorite guest episode? Um, my favorite. Um, there's so many because I I really love our guests. I honestly, I'm not even trying to be like you know like I don't want to pick or be diplomatic, but I honestly love most. I I love all of our guests. They're all so wonderful. Yeah, they are. Um, but I think the one that I really loved the most and what I listened to a lot is the one with Lindsay Ith. We oh, did Lindsay. Lindsay, she was our first out of town guest. Yeah, from Austin, Texas. Yeah. It was and another situation yeah, where it's very like, serendipitous. Hey, hey, you're here for the weekend. Hey, girl, <laughs> you want to be on my podcast? And um, it was just really nice because um, I love her work. If you don't know who Lindsay Ith is, y'all gonna learn today. I'm gonna just, pro- <laughs> I'm just promote her again, but she is a really beautiful graphic designer, and she has um, a lot of really great products on her Etsy. Um, her her big her biggest seller is um, I don't give a f- I don't fucking care if you like it, which is an Amy Poehler quote that was from um, Bossy Pants, the Tina Fey memoir from a few years back, and she also just has a lot of really great just motivational T-shirts like feminist and no bra no problems and can I live and the and it's not just on T-shirts but on sweatshirts and tote bags and um pens and they're just really beautiful beautifully drawn and beautifully crafted um products that are just really women empowering and i don't know it's um it was really great to talk to her about her work how she got started yeah so with that i mean it really it feels very bodily to me that phrase it has a lot to do with i mean just on the kind of lower end of the scale, just like being sized up as I walk down the street, whether it's negative or positive Mm. judgment. Um, And then, you know, on the other end of that spectrum, like there are a lot of people who are uh, afraid for their lives walking down the street every day. And so for that, it's like, it's a very physical thing. So for me, can I live on a t-shirt is Oh, for sure. Super important. It's yeah, not going to go on a koozie some... in the same way. Sorry. Oh, no, you're <laughs> totally fine. Though. Like I, I, I like tweeted about it last night, but I'm constantly getting like street harassed around my neighborhood all the time. And last night, I literally walked into traffic to, to be avoided talking to somebody, sure. and he still followed me for two blocks. Jesus. So like that kind of sh- like I saw, I was like, oh my god, that is that's what's in my heart at this moment. Yeah. So just seeing those kind of phrases and knowing that I'm not the only female going through the struggle, it's um it's nice. It kind of unifies us for sure. So thank you for making that shirt. Oh, thanks. <laughs> seeing her, you know, since the episode, you know, her, I've seen her shirts it's like a couple of celebrities been wearing her shirts and it's like, "Yay, Lindsay, you're doing it." You're like I don't know. She's so great, and I want all the happiness for her. So um, it was just, and also just great to talk to some, just another woman about you know the shit that it is about being a woman and the crap that we have to go through about just walking in this world and not having to have somebody look at our bodies and objectifying us. And it's nice to like wear kind of like a shield that says things like "Can I live?" and "Feminist" and things like that. Right. So um, yeah, Lindsay, I 
for sure. Yeah, I literally have nothing to add. I mean, like that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what is our next question? Our next question. Biggest thing you learn about producing a podcast? Oh my god! Do not underestimate time. <laughs> yeah. So okay. <laughs> okay. Please, please go here. We used to produce this fucking thing the night before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we used to produce the thing that, like, because we were like, "Oh, I'm busy this Monday. Let's just do it Tuesday." And then for like, I think three or four episodes. We just did it the night before. We would legit we, record what? We record Tuesday night right, at like fucking six, cause like we, six p.m. Because right, we both we had, had a, jobs. We had nine to five jobs, and so we had to go all the way down. Well, not all the way down. I mean, I had to go south anyway. But yeah. you had to go on, you know, fucking Washington Park, mm-hmm. and we would just hole up in your studio for like six to I don't know eleven o'clock at night for like five hours. Damn. Yeah, we would record we it, and then we would edit and then we'd there, and we post it. We post it, and then also with show notes, like a whole thing in five hours, and yeah. then drop it by midnight. I don't know why we, yeah. We did it for like a month and a half like that, and we were like, yeah, man, we hustling. We got this shit on lock, man. It's cool. We got this. And I'm like, we're fucking morons. Because I remember I remember the first one we did it on Monday. I was like, this is so lovely. Like, yeah, and then we bumped it back and we again. It, and then we bumped it again to like Sunday. Like, this yeah. is so nice. In the, in the afternoon, in daylight. And yeah. like. It's nice. It's, it's nice. nice. Yeah. Like, I can still go to church. I'll just do it after. Like, things like this. Like, it was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And not having that, you know, horrible, gut-bursting feeling about, like, oh, my God, I'm not going to get this done, and we're not going to make our mark. And, whoo. But just, yeah, underesting, you know, underesting time was such a, I think, a huge issue for us early on because we weren't really sure exactly what episodes were going to be like. And there were some episodes that were, you know, not – edited it as much as it could have been because we were just so you know skint on time yeah and we just didn't want to like you know like fuck it it's fine whatever we don't have any listeners anyway it doesn't matter and i think that was the kind of mentality and i think that's as soon as we started like editing more and actually being more thoughtful in our process then we started gaining listeners too and just becoming better show in that regard and i think it had a lot to do with just the fact that we gave ourselves more time uh what about you james what have you learned oh man um i've learned that there is some always something new to learn yeah <laughs> um, totally. like pr- making a podcast is a never-ending learning process and learning yep. learning how to like may have a script and learning how to like do your best timing and uh, preparation preparation yeah research re- yeah research preparation <laughs> yeah um i think like, i kind of want to do like a little bit of like the not underestimating the time thing yeah and realizing just how important it is when you have time and having sleep and you know giving yourself enough wiggle room you can really focus and say okay what can be cut out um and then you can also give yourself time to learn more things like better editing techniques yep um that's been the biggest thing like always just kind of keeping my mind fresh and saying like okay is there some way that i can do this better is there something i can do to automate mm-hmm. um is there, you know if i can save five minutes like that stuff adds up yeah so yeah i'm just always down to like learning more and more about audio and technique and mic technique and just there's always something new to learn all right next one um are there any improvements that you would make about the podcast huh any improvements let me start yeah you start um i definitely said i want to be more okay with flux (laughs) um so i am a control freak (laughs) if anyone knows me i like for things to be in control i like order 
I schedule everything. Oh my God, I to yes. do everything. And about this show, like especially like with the Beyonce episode, I really had to learn that okay, there are unexpected things that are always yeah, going to happen. Yeah, life happens. Yeah, and life happens. Kind of, like a roll with the punches, <laughs> and and that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been realizing that with the show, it's like all right, I need to be like let my shoulders down. I got a massage the other day, and it's like. <laughs> I was told that my shoulders feel like rocks and like they're hiked up so high. So oh, like I'm I don't even chill- I even want to know. Like I haven't gotten a proper massage in like a year. I don't even yeah. want to know what the fuck's going on with my back. I'm sure it's like a cement mixer back there. Oh, I'm sure. Um, so. Yeah. So I'm just like you know trying to be okay with flux and not always knowing like what's gonna happen next. Sure. How about you? I think for me. And I think that I, this is not just in the podcast, but probably in everything that I do is oh. um, embracing my own knowledge that um, for me, I kind of have, you know, some, you know, deep seated self-esteem issues when it comes to me and my own brain and my own intelligence. And, and that I, I know that I'm smart. And <laughs> I know that I am. I know that I am. I know that I'm smart. Yes, you are. But a lot of times I don't actually believe that. There's something about knowing it and actually believing it that's and I putting it into an action, I think, is something that I have to do more. And, you know, in my new job as well, it's just like, you know, embracing and trusting what I know to be true and just not second guessing myself. And I understand that my instincts or my my actual intelligence is valid. And, you know, sometimes I it's OK to be unsure. It's also not great to always feel inferior and i think that i have difficulty in um accepting that so um yeah i am trying to do better and just knowing that like when i have when i know when i'm talking about a conversation or i'm talking about a certain subject just know that what i'm saying is right to a certain degree yeah (laughs) you know and you know there's people who have who don't know that much at all and have so much confidence and it's just like oh wow that's not true at all but he said with such conviction you want to believe it so yeah, you know yeah. knowing that what i know is true and not having half the conviction or half the confidence is something i definitely need to work on yeah. and i am working on it more and more every day so yay yay, yay. so um we have a couple more questions right yeah well no we just have um two no. more two more yeah a couple yeah. more questions um so first the last ones are um equipment equipment oh god oh my god yeah so now i get to geek out yay (laughs) okay all right so equipment um so we broke it down in three different parts Mm. like we kind of look at well you broke it down in three yeah because you know there we go there goes the organization thing so (laughs) so i broke it down in the early days of open-ended the mid days of open-ended and current um and in early and mid days there's a part one and part two. Oh my god james yeah don't you love my organization <sighs> skills so anal. all right so the early days have open-ended um i'm not going to break it down in like episodes but you can you can hear a difference <laughs> um, i would so say that the first mm, 15 yeah so early days no, the, <laughs> go within, no the first 10 the first 10 episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. early yeah. days first 10 episodes um yeah good so god. so good the, god so the part part one of the early days of open-ended so we used uh i had a 15 inch macbook pro from my job that i had at the time and so i ended up using that one because my laptop that i had before that was pretty trash so using my work work computer 
and we ain't have no mic so we nope. just used uh apple earbud mics yes we did <laughs> put it in the fucking crevice of put it the... in the crevice of the computer yep we talked into it directly and Cher had an infinity scarf because it was the dead of winter when we started this yes, it was cold ass february yeah so we like huddled under the scarf thinking oh we were like God. dope and like we, we gonna soundproof so <laughs> oh we were underneath God. that and we just ended up using because well, we didn't have anything yeah. to soundproof and like we literally was like either you're going under my coat or the scarf and my coat was too heavy. February 22nd, 2015. We are live here in Washington Park Incubator. This is the Open Ended Podcast with Cher R. Vincent. And James T. Green. And uh, we are here. It's our first time in the studio together. And I'm really excited because we're coming together to do a podcast. Um, I've never done a podcast in this realm before. I've dabbled in the context for a bit um mostly music but um i'm willing to you know do something different and i'm glad that james thought that i could do it with him yeah it's kind of funny like we have talked about this thing i think since the first time we met was like about three three years ago yeah about like three years ago and i know like i've always wanted to collab with Cher on something and I mean, like with her, she's pretty rad. Yeah, and we didn't record anywhere special. We were just in my art studio at the time, which was like a big cavernous like place. It's like the worst place to record something. Oh my god! Um, and we just used GarageBand. You know, it was in there. I was familiar with the software. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was like part one of the early days. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like a combination of because we did like on-site interviews for people, and I remember we just used our phones. Yeah, we did. Um, I interviewed two of my dear, dear, dear friends. Um, and we're like on location like i think one interview we did um my parents um and um in a storage room in a a church and then we did it like in her and then we did in her car and then i interviewed my parents we interviewed them in my parents bedroom so like it was just we were on location episode like two and three yeah us i know we're Um, like ambitious yeah so then like part two of the early days uh still the same computer but that's Mm -hmm. when we got our first mic and I USB still remember, mic. yeah, and I still remember, like, we were texting, I was on the way home from work, I was just like, yo, we need to get a mic, man, like, episode <laughs> one was trash, <laughs> and I remember what I was talking, I was like, yo, what do you think of this mic, and I remember, like, texting you, like, yeah, fine, so I, like, went, yeah, I was like, on, I Amazon. <laughs> like, I went on Amazon, got that, work. and we used the uh, blue snowball mic for a good chunk, like, of the early, early days, yes, we did, and we used the hell out of that thing, we only had one, because that's all we can afford, mm-hmm. and we, <laughs> we literally were, like, mad up close on each other, like, cheek oh my to God. cheek, yeah, Cheek to cheek, into like thigh mic. on thigh. Like yeah. I was just like on top of him, like hi James. We're yeah, talked for, like um, really close for like three right. minutes. And then that's also when you made like a homemade soundproofer. We did, yeah. I I saw this YouTube video because I was just like, we've got to find a different way. We can't be under my scarf forever because winter will not be forever. <laughs> you know, like we yeah. are going. Spring is coming, and we need you know a different option. So um, I did some YouTubing and found this guy and he was like he was so hyped about his like invention i was like all right <laughs> and so i went and went to target got one of those big plastic tube um tubs of stuff uh, tubs container tubs and then got like some mattress foam and some duct tape and i was mm-hmm. like all right we're we're doing this and so i like cut it up and there's all this foam everywhere and my aunt's like what's all this foam here and i was like i don't know so asking me questions and so i'm like you know <laughs> cutting up shit there's foam everywhere but i was like i did it i did it and of course i like laughed a little bit like ha 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 i did it 
Yeah. I'm, oh, I remember I'm a when you brought it in. And I came in hella proud. I'm like, boom. Yeah. Soundproof board. And you're like, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, just just, yeah. just check it out, man. Yeah. It's legit. And it was dope. I mean, it was still a little bit hard, harder because like we still had to go like mad cheek to cheek to like oh, yeah. put our heads inside of that basket. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that was like the early days, mm-hmm. open-ended. Mid-days um, is when... I started to work remotely sometimes for my jobby job. Yeah. And I started working out of like the Cards Against Humanity, some office space. So I would like be there about like once a week and, you know, just like kind of just tip and toe in and out of the office. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we just start work uh, doing the show out of here? Mm-hmm. Like my residency was ending soon. Yep. So, you know, and I kind of love the idea of leaving the house for some things. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, other than like going to work so i was like yo why don't we just like do the podcast out of here but they didn't have any studios at the time because yeah. they got flooded right so we ended up using like one of their private phone booth spaces and like <laughs> like stacked up on little bitty tables oh my god and they had like mics that were kind of spread about through the different phone booths um and they were called the uh, road podcaster mics um, but they weren't supposed to be used for podcasting <laughs> they were, like, <laughs> they were skype used, calls yeah they stuff. were used for like skype calls and um like just for those type of shit. things yeah so we were like oh well, we're gonna use these and so like we would always like bring them from different rooms and bring mm-hmm. them in and that's when we first had our very first guests yeah um, yeah DZ. dz was our first guest yeah. daniel zarek yes shout and, out to Derek and daniel thank you yeah and we were like oh man how are we gonna fit like three people in here so like we we, we were doing that for so long we like did. when we started having guests on our shows yeah. and also i remember that is when i discovered the noise gate yeah and our podcast sound <laughs> our podcast changer. sounds is like improved and yeah. i was like oh yeah like we're starting to sound like so much better mm-hmm. yeah so that was like the middays part one uh middays part two is when we started to record out of the room that we're recording out of right now yeah um but it was still hollow because there wasn't any soundproofing up but it was like nope. kind of nice to like go inside of a larger room and not be like always like a kneecapped kneecap yeah chair. exactly and like <laughs> and, have like a table between the two of us where we yeah. speak yeah um but yeah and then that's also when we got like our first uh gifted travel mic from the folks behind revision pass yes they, shout out to revision pass thank you so much yeah they sent us an audio an audio technica usb mic mm-hmm. um it's been really helpful for days um because that's also when we started recording from my house as well mm-hmm. sometimes because it would either be like bad weather and be like yo do you not want to go up to the card studio and like yeah so <laughs> you would just like kind of chill out at my house and record using that so thank you revision path for that nice um and last but not least we have our current space right now like what are we using now i don't have that 15 inch macbook pro anymore because i quit my jobby job and decided oh yeah i'm gonna work for myself so i had no computer I found an 11-inch MacBook Air off Craigslist for $400, and that is what we're using to record on right now. Um, the studio got hella furnished. Um, we're now hooked up with Sure Beta 87A mics, and they're on Rode Podcaster mics arms. Uh, and we have like a little mixer that we're looking at, the Tascam US 4x4. And we've been using the same software. I've just been literally bending GarageBand to its like upper limits to the point where every time we record 
this little 15 11 inch macbook air is like fan spinning hot just yep. like all that so didn't know what it was coming into yeah man yeah i know like i bought off like some dude who like like was not using like a laptop for anything but just like web browsing i'm just like yo <laughs> you don't know what i'm about to make this laptop do boy <laughs> you ain't ready so, you ain't, ready, you ain't ready because i got needs and but i can only afford a 400 dollars computer so yeah we have our last question what is it what's next what is next for us oh gosh i don't know more live shows yeah we definitely want to do more and more live shows through the city and maybe elsewhere yeah so i'm hoping if you're so. interested yeah. let us know mm-hmm. um more money more money <laughs> this thing literally like needs to um be a little bit more sustainable i mean like it's nice to like pay a couple bills but yo we want to make this like be a lot more sustainable yes <laughs> so we're gonna like up up our hustle a little bit for bigger like sponsors and more donations but yeah more money for mm-hmm. sure and i think this is the big one that we one waiting oh about Ooh, we have a big announcement we do have a big announcement you wanna you wanna tell share oh okay I, this gives me stomach aches but i know it's giving me stomach ache thinking about it too but we say it post loudness james our friend Alex, and you probably know Alex from Rebelism, as well as James and her podcast, Refresh. And I decided to do a produ- uh, create a production company because let's put more things on our plate. Yep. <laughs> yep. Let's just let's just start a company. Um, and post loudness um, was an idea that we kind of been playing around with for uh, I think almost since the beginning of Open Ended. We've yeah. talked about it on and off, but it kind of got back murdered just because we were trying to make this show something that was marketable and um, sustainable. And we wanted to have good content to, you know, mm-hmm. to actually get to a point where we can produce other shows. Yeah. And now that we feel more comfortable about producing other programs now, we were actually allowed to, like, you know, respond back to our friends and other colleagues who were like, hey, I got this podcast idea. Yeah, so Pulse Loudness is a collective of audio shows by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. So that's going to be the game plan. We're going to be focusing primarily on underrepresented voices and just really like making sure they can have their voices out there. So I'm really excited. Yep, it's going to be something. Yeah, so you can check that out at postloudness.com. So thank you so much to everyone that sent in a question. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we've hit episode 50. We did it. And like, we'll see. Like, let's do 50 more. Let's do more than that. Ah, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs>
who has returned to my computer slash iPhone. Yay. I'm so happy to have him back. Um, the show started in the season two started kind of weird, but I think it hit its stride in the fifth episode. Um, not, no spoilers, but it's just really good. And it kind of reminds me of the show that I fell in love with in season one. So, um, yeah, you know, Rocky start for season two, but, um, I'm really optimistic about the rest of the season and, uh, yeah, it's a great show. Um, there has been some really interesting love triangles and love stories presented, but also just a, um, really interesting story. Um, if you're not familiar with Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, it's about this woman who was on a bunker for 15 years and, um, gets found by, um, a SWAT team and they leave and her, and she tries to find, um, herself in New York city trying to readjust to, um, the world because she was kind of, you know, in a bunker for 15 years so she has like no idea she didn't live through the odds at all she has no idea what like the power of the internet or all these things and just her trying to um find a way to become an adult and she's like 30 years old like it's it's really funny but there's also this really really interesting dark side to it so the unbreakable commission is back what about you james so my shout out are to two really rad people who I consider great friends and that make Chicago great. So the first is Jana Kinsman and Amy Schwartz. So Woo! big shout outs to them because they were both in the press this week. Yeah. Really, really like doing the damn thing. So ladies being in charge. Yeah. So Jana runs a mobile beekeeping by bike service called Bikeabee. And she was recently in DNA Info, which is, uh, you know, local. Um, I think they might have multiple spots they in do. different cities. Yeah. But DNA Info Chicago uh, talking about her beekeeping service um, and how it's growing. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so proud of you, girl. And the second is Amy Schwartz, Fast Company. Uh, and she was talking about, like, what it's like to be a designer for cards. And then just, like, really kind of, like, showing them receipts talking about diversity mm-hmm. t- you know pe- held people she accountable in w- she did. and it was so wonderful and um yeah amy you are a gift you are indeed we did it we did it <laughs> episode I, 50 how 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 was no this idea. How? i have no idea wow man like but yeah we hit 50 we did we hit 50 yes we did fucking episodes yeah well <laughs> now we now we just keep going after this i guess i mean there's yeah. no way to go up but up right right exactly right all right so <laughs> we want to give a special shout out to the chicago podcast co-op for letting us be a part of their network thank you cpc and we want to give a shout out to another show on the cpc and that is one shot one shot is an actual play podcast that records improvisers game designers and other notable nerds playing rpgs every month brings a new game and a cast of players in a self-contained adventure that is one shot here at the cpc we also want to give special thanks to cards and humanity thanks cards and this week's script was written by Cher and myself and who did the music u plus one f six zero c which is the unicode for the bliss out emoji and this james musical side project you can also rate us on itunes you can recommend us on overcast and you can find us on stitcher on the stitch and last but not least you can donate and become a member yes you can become a member at patreon at patreon.com slash open-ended and you can donate to us at open-ended.fm slash donate if you want to be like other rad people that send in questions this week you can go to f.fm slash open-ended.fm or you can just email us at the open-ended podcast at gmail.com 
or hit us up on Twitter. And we have a special guest next week. We have a special guest, Angelica Bastian. Thank you so much. We're excited to have you on the show next week. We're going to get dig deep into writing for TV and well, not writing for TV, but writing TV recaps <laughs> and just being a freelance writer. The hustle is real yeah. and just dealing with all those complexities. So oh, we're totally. super excited to talk to her next week. So yeah, mm-hmm. James, man. Yeah, I can't believe that. Last but not least, I want to mention that this is a Pulse Loudness production. You can find more about Pulse Loudness at PulseLoudness.com. And as we say at the end of every episode, keep things open-ended.